I always, uh, I, I always, uh, Discord's fucking struggling with me today. Fuck it, A. It doesn't help that Melon's soft-spoken. Damn. All right. Meg learned on Sunday, idioms are very hard for me, and like weird, <laughs> weird sayings are very hard for me. <laughs> there are some that I still, I'm like, very squints eyes at, so I feel you. I had to look up what, I, just to double check what no holds barred meant, like I knew what it meant, but I was curious about like where it came from, but it's a wrestling thing, so. Oh, I never would have guessed. Oh. <laughs> Wrestling with no rules is what it means. <laughs> hmm. That yeah, swag. That's, That's when they know. bust out the folding chair. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's how we should play Uno. Like it. With no a folding rules. chair? <laughs> with no. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wait. It's like musical chairs plus Uno. <laughs> Like, Every time someone zero. plays a zero, you have to leave the deck on your chair and sit one chair to the left. Oh, yeah, it's you don't pass, pass the, you don't deck. Pass the cards. Oh. You pass, you'll pass you the move deck. your body. Oh, we should definitely exactly. play. We should definitely play Uno, where so you add a new rule every time somebody wins. Oh that's gosh, I played a card game Jesus. called Mao like that, and I almost watched. My Isn't that the rule of the game? Other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like. You just add rules. A bunch of us got drunk my senior year of college and played that and played it that way, and it was really, really that fun. Amazing. Coke we had to make baby. a rule in my family where you couldn't use a calculator <laughs> to determine if something was lawfully legal in one of the rule sets. <laughs> it was like something about like prime numbers and also some other like very convoluted math thing and like mm -hmm. the total if the total of the deck uh can't be divisible by a certain number up until like this point then the card then that's like a broken rule and you have to take all the cards or something like that and we had to make a rule you can't use a calculator to figure out if someone's oh play God. is legal it was so insane you lost me a long time ago my uncle used to try to pass off sixes as nines and nines as sixes for Aww. like ever and he would just do it he would just do it like so nonchalantly uh, and in something like Uno, where you're playing like speed version or whatever, and he just slapped it in there, <laughs> like what? You can't do that. Take take the uh, no, <laughs> take the card back. Your uncle those are two different numbers. <laughs> yeah, we have crazy bananagrams rules at my house. Oh, I love bananagrams. Um, yeah, bananagrams the, the only fun. the only board game we really play in my house is uh, uh, Yahtzee. At least with my parents. <gasps> Yahtzee Yahtzee's banned at my house. Yahtzee, my, but there's a reason my grandma kept cheating at it, so we can't play Yahtzee. <laughs> and so every time we play a board game, we have to bring. <laughs> she kept trying to be like, she kept trying to be no, she kept trying to be like, oh well, this dice fell off here, so I'm gonna re-roll it. We were like, no, you can't do that. That's cheating. <laughs> she would just roll, and she'd be like, oh, I got, I got a full house. So I'm like, no, you can't do that. And she just mark it down. She'd be like, yeah, well, I got my full house. We're like, grandma, that doesn't count, grandma. <laughs> 
<laughs> Grandma, oh please. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever gonna. I think I peaked at uh, rolling three Yahtzees in a row. So. Oh my gosh. What the that's hell? That's crazy luck. You spent yeah. all of your dice luck on that, and you've been cursed ever since. I bet that's what happened. <laughs> no, this was over. This was when I told you I rolled three. Yeah, I told you guys I rolled three Yahtzees in one game, and you guys were just like, "That's really great for you." Oh yeah, for that was when we were. I finished with a score of like four hundred something. It was ridiculous. Well, fun fact, that is actually how Will Wheaton got his dice curse, for real, for real. Um, I can definitely say that. Will Wheaton is my best friend, and uh, Will I Wheaton is Jay's dad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jay Wheaton here. <laughs> Just kidding. It's a rock fact. Now we, gotta, now we have to scrub your legal name off the Dang podcast. It. Thanks a lot, Dang Jay. It. Uh... <laughs> You know, Welcome we- to Spells and Whistles, which is our D&D podcast, um, where we're playing kind of a board game, um, but it's a super emotional one. That was a great um, segue. It's the best one we've had so far. So last time, <laughs> at least in this arc, <laughs> last time the party got into immediate combat with two spellcaster professors that Myla recognizes once she wakes up, Professor Opal Tolin and Professor Caleb Nyamore. Everyone does remarkably well against these two with some well-used fog and darkness. Id, in a moment of taking damage, gets a vision briefly of the baby mind flare, and then Myla dying in a burning building with an ominous figure above them. Melwyn gets knocked out, and all of her innate magic that was suppressed by the puppet comes rushing back in and she gets up. They force the professors to retreat, but not without the casualty of Xander. So we are currently standing in this... Uh, sort of cobblestone alleyway it is getting it's dark outside and um you guys tried to get through the portal um nothing really seemed to work and then they bricked off the portal and about two seconds later the portal closes and these two are nowhere to be seen that's where we are I'd like to start out the gate. Auden's gonna use her final spell that she has to cast a water wall um, on the building just long enough to like extinguish the fire and then she's gonna drop it so it's not there anymore. Perfect. Uh, There's now just a water-soaked house that is also partially charred on the roof. Um. (laughs) I hope nobody's lived there. No one's coming out, so it doesn't seem like anyone's there currently. Well, if anyone does that, there. or they're super fucking dead inside, who knows? Yeah, or they didn't notice and they're asleep. I don't know. How do you not notice your... Well, I guess, never mind. That's a dumb question. I was going to mm. say, as a college student, I ignore my fire alarm pretty much every time it goes off. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. <laughs> we had a particle detector in my college dorm, and oh. that would go off when hairspray was used. Oh. Um, but Cute. people would use hairspray... Or Febreze to cover up the smell of smoking weed. Oh. So, like, they did the wrong thing, and then they would try to cover that the smell, and it would, it would set off the particle detector. Oh, no. <laughs> like, weed was legal, was not legal in North Carolina when I was in college, and uh, my freshman year, three weeks in, we had had uh, the cops called on us so many times because somebody was smoking weed that they almost took out a search warrant on my building. Whoa. Whoa. The funniest part about that, the the, uh, anti-drugs and alcohol, like living community, whatever, um, was on the first floor of that building. So, (laughs) Uh, oh, the irony. Anyway. All right, so Auden puts out the fire on the house. That's a good thing. Don't want a fire spreading. 
Are you okay, Myla? Myla is looking down at where the portal was and is staring. And then you say that and her her head snaps up. And she looks around at everyone. Are you guys okay? Is everyone okay? Or she looks at Id. Are are you are you hurt? Do you need anything? No, I'm good. Uh now. Looks to Melwin and Auden. Are you guys okay? Shrug. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um and I think she mentally calls for Xander to come with her. She doesn't feel anything. Um, and her eyes sort of like blink for a second. Where is he? Uh, while you were out, he and I both got crushed by an engine that got conjured. What? What? No. No. No, that doesn't make any sense. Fall you can't from, just like, fifty feet, Myla. You can't just con- conjure an engine that doesn't make any sense. Is the engine still there, Anastasia? Good question. Uh, it is not. Con- conjured like a like a like a like a um. It looks like she drew on something before it kind of went she she who the opal is that her name the woman yes that's her name Mm -hmm. opal opal tolan that is her name did you know was it her yeah there's only two of them okay uh i think that she looks around and she sees the pieces off in the distance And she stands up straight. Understood. I think we should go. Okay. Um, do you want help, um, gathering the pieces? You're really smart. You can probably rebuild him, right? Like you built him the first time. You can do it again. No, he was weak. First draft. We'll make him stronger this time. Yeah? Yeah, it'll be stronger. She'll pick up a few salvageable pieces. Look at them, put them in the bag. We should go before we talk. Sure. Where do you want to go? Not here. We can go back to the the inn, um, if that's okay. Okay, with you, Melwyn. You don't want to stay in the city. I don't. You said before, you don't want to stay here in the city. So don't stay in the city because of me. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Auden's gonna just nod and kind of shoulder her hammer, her uh, trident, and start walking. Not sure where, just towards the edge of town. Could I make a perception check as we go and try and see if anyone is around, if they saw what happened, if there's any um, people that seem to be watching us, anything like that, just kind of looking for 
people. Yeah. Oh my gosh, a natural 20. Woo! Woo! As you guys are walking away, um, about 50 feet down the road that you start walking on, um, you do catch just the tiniest bit of like curtain falling back into place from a house. Uh, seemed like somebody was maybe looking out to see what the commotion was. Um, and that they probably could have seen at least the kind of um, southern half of what happened. So like maybe the portal, that was, that's hard to see. It was like on the ground. So potentially that um, Mila's like fireball or fire, uh, squirt, what is it? Sorry. Burning fire hands. spell. Burning hands. Uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like it was not fireball. Um, just like that kind of stuff that happened towards the end. Auden's going to just kind of make a mental note of that, and uh, with the intention of once things are feeling a little better tomorrow, revisiting, seeing if this person recognized or knew any of those people or anything like that, just kind of keeping note of that to share with people later on. Yeah, you head out towards the uh, city's edge and come across, uh, you kind of leave the like suburb area um, walking down the road uh, until eventually the road just kind of transitions into more of dirt path and grass fields kind of you're certainly out of town at this point well this place is as good as any and she's gonna start kind of uh i don't know if we have a tent or you know just kind of start setting up like a little camp of some kind she's very uncomfortable with the like energy here and so i think she's trying to like well business as usual uh who would like to cook a hot dog on a stick you know kind of like very much trying to like not address the problem directly but maybe try and relieve some tension as she is trying to set up camp and let people have their minute here Myla puts her stuff down um and i think she doesn't do anything to necessarily help i think she just sits and watches sure i think once people are sort of like settled a little bit um so that was professor opal tolan um she's a professor of environmental and energy conversion applications at the institute um the one who died, well, he's probably not dead, dead. She died? No, no, no. You guys killed one of them, kind of. She's alive, but there was that one who was, like, passed out that she... The other guy. Yeah. He, um... That's Professor uh, Caleb Nyamore. Um... He taught faith and reason and um, intro into into spellcrafting, sort of the the basic stuff, or at least taught the basic stuff at the institute. Just so you have the facts on them, but that's about all I all I know, really, about them. 
Why are they coming after you right now? She sort of cocks her head to the side a little bit and furrows her brow. I mean, I always assumed someone would come after me. But it had been so long that I thought I was past it. But they Um, also invited you back. They tried to take you and then they invited you. That's news to me. And the invitation, at least. So what do they need you for? They started out, I assume, by trying to put you to sleep. Which is non-lethal. And then they invited you. What do they need you for? I don't... I don't know what they would need me specifically for. I think they know that I'm trying to... If I had to guess, I think they know that I know what they are kind of doing and that I'm trying to look into them. Turns to Auden and and Melvin. um, Because I'm assuming even if it didn't come up like actually in game, she probably would have at least told vaguely Id what had happened in their past month or so. I, um, I used to go to a school known as the Institute of Arcana and Alchemy. It was just called the Institute, um, that discovered a seventh color of magic, which is the the purple magic that we see a little bit, that, I don't know, but there was a night where I was, I snuck into the library to study late and I was leaving and there was a dark hallway and a door was open and I heard voices and people don't have meetings late at night. It's, they don't do that. I've never seen anyone up besides maybe security or, or a janitor around that time, but They were talking about using purple magic in a way that would strengthen weapons or or machines or something, and that the students were going to be, sort of air quoting, optionally recruited for their cause. And, uh, I ran. I left. I didn't want to be a part of that. They weren't going to give me a choice, so... I left. That sounds really scary. Well, it's probably scarier for the people I didn't tell who are stuck there now, so. It was years ago. I mean, I've seen your work firsthand um, with them, with Arius, 
I've seen the way that you know how to work around machinery, and if they're looking to make bigger machines, bigger weapons, I mean, they certainly know you're worth your salt. Yeah. How did they find you, though? I don't know. I mean, I guess I haven't necessarily been hiding. I mean, the biggest cover I really had was the shroud. But then I stopped. Because I realized none of them were my friends. So... (laughs) I think that there's, like, you can see the, the, the gears that are turning in her brain. And she just says, you know, it's really funny that everyone in the Shroud always said I was really bad at what I did. They said I was a really, like, a, just a really bad criminal. But the real thing is that I was never trying to be a criminal. Right? I mean... The real bad guys, the real criminals, are the ones who are in the Institute, and the Institute's full of them. So they're the bad guys. And I would never have had to do the things that I've had to do if they weren't such pieces of shit. They didn't want me. The only people who have ever really wanted me in their lives have been the people who've wanted to use me for my intelligence and my skill and my craft. I hope you know that Millie and I are sticking around for a lot more than that. Ib too. You're more than just your brain, Myla. You're more than what you do for people. Her brow furrows again. Um, that is... I appreciate you saying that. Auden gives the little version of a toothy smile. Um, she turns back to Id. So to answer your question, I don't know what they want, but it's probably not good. I don't know, maybe they somehow found out that I had a dealing with a mind flayer and gave them a, I don't know mortal destroying whatever piece of shit weapon they wanted but maybe they didn't know about that because and I think there's a point where she stops herself from saying out loud that if they really wanted her to go with them and work with them that all they would have to do is basically like threaten her friends but she doesn't say it She just says, instead, they should have other methods of taking me with them. That's on their skill and their judgment of me. Speaking of that mind flare, I think it sent me a vision or something. Huh? When I got hit by that engine. (laughs) I don't really understand it, but um, it will uh, grab a writing utensil and something to write on from somebody um, and we'll draw that symbol it's a triangle pointing to the right with a dot in the middle and then a crescent shape uh, that that triangle is pointing towards and he'll just point at it and say uh, 
don't know what else is going on with this symbol, but you see anybody with this symbol, they're kill on sight. And if you've ever seen that symbol, now's the time to speak up. Can we can we try? <laughs> Have I seen the symbol can I make before? A history check for that. <laughs> yeah, roll th- roll some things. Did I roll last session to recognize it? I don't think I did. Brunch die. Oh, I think you said that you don't recognize it, but. Dirty 20, baby. My? Hmm. Our proficiency right now is a plus three, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, yes. Cool, my app isn't loading my character sheet, so I I had to do some math. I did not uh, say that you don't know it. Could I argue for a wisdom-based history check that's, like, experiential, having, like, worked as a mercenary for a little bit and traveled with that? Sure. Yay! I say yay, and then Jace gets, like, ten higher on that check than I do. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I got a 27 history check. (laughs) Did everyone else 10. do? I got twenty. Everyone did history though. Like yeah. that was okay. Oh no, I'm sorry. That's not a twenty. I can't math. Wait, what's... <laughs> I'm. I looked at my investigation modifier. What's? It's a twenty-three. Oh, swag. Red. Slay. No one's weirdly good at history in Arcana. Auden is very confident. She's never seen this. Id doesn't think he's seen this. Um, I think Melwin and Myla get a sense of like you can start. You can sort of pick apart the pieces a little bit. Um, a a crescent moon typically represents nighttime just at it's like very basic like someone saw a crescent moon and you asked what it represented so everyone would be like nighttime um (laughs) so uh you you guess that it has something to do with that um it's rather similar to other uh deific symbols and the way that it works here is that uh, it's not that each color has a symbol, it's that each god who takes the position of being um, the, I guess, leader of a color of magic has their own. So it has changed throughout the years, and there are some super old ones, there are some still really new ones, uh, but just the way that it is um, presented to you is is very, like religious in tone not like arcana or um runic i guess uh but you also are very sure that you've never seen it it doesn't exist so far for anything that you've ever seen and that's just on the symbol itself i communicate that to everyone did it describe like kind of the setting at all? Nope. Of his little vision. Okay. Just well, as a okay. He does not want to scare people with a vision of Myla dying right after people almost died. 
Oh, what about that would be scary? I have no idea. <laughs> In the Mind Flayer showed this to you? I got hit by the engine. And then uh -huh. it felt like my brain went to space. And then I saw that. Gotcha. Okay. Could I make, like, a nature check or something to be like, this is clearly, like, the Mind Flayer's influence? Or is this, like, the engine's influence? Like, did it just get hit so hard he's seeing things? Like... This is his version of little birds what's... flying around his head going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I think that just, like, the thought is, like, okay, you got hit with an engine and then you saw, like, a singular symbol that I have I have studied symbology for years and I know nothing about. So this sounds a little like, it sounds a little illogical for my life. <laughs> sure. I, I will okay. tell you that because you didn't witness this, the DC is higher because you're hearing it secondhand. That's fine. And so. That's fine. Uh, it I will add like, it sees Milo start thinking and it will add. Also, the mind player was like there when my brain was in space. So like, that's why I think oh. there's that connection there. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. But, okay. Okay. I feel, okay. I feel. Little... I guess it okay. could be something else. You don't have to um, roll if you feel satisfied with that. No, answer. I. Okay. Well, I'll just say I rolled a natural 16 plus eight for nature. So I think with that, she's like, okay, so you're, wait, so you're still the mind. I don't know. The mind flayer. What is going on here? I thought. Whatever. How late is it at this point, Anastasia? Uh, you're probably hitting 9 p.m. Okay. That's a reasonable bedtime. <laughs> yeah. I think unless anybody else has anything to say or do, Autumn is going to suggest we take some time to sleep on it, but get a watch set off. Set off. I don't think Milo's going to bed anytime soon, so she can take first if you want. Would it be better if there were two at a time, just so nobody's caught off guard? If you want. Um, I can stay up with Milo for a bit. I'm not, I didn't, I'm fine, so. Okay. If, if that's alright. Auden will lay down and try to sleep. It will also try to sleep. Already. Perfect. Myla is not going to be concerned about taking watch. She is going to pull out the pieces of Xander and is going to work through the night on a new construct, making it perfect. You definitely uh, gain exhaustion from that. Yep. Not taking a long rest. Would you like some help? With that at all? Um, um. Um. If you want to. It, it, only if you want me to. Um. It's. I don't know. A lot, but. My dad is an artificer, so. Mila's gonna look at your hands. And is gonna see your like, daintier fingers. <laughs> She's a chef, ma'am. <laughs> and is I I know, but is like like your hands are smaller, right? Because you're mm -hmm. a smaller creature, being, right? 
And so she's going to look at your hands. She's going to say, I am working on a little bit more of a compact model this time around. So, sure. You can hold things. I don't have to drain this way either, so it's a win. Um, how long do you stay up, Melon? Um, probably most of the rest. And then, like, gets like maybe two hours of sleep because <laughs> I think I think Melvin's a Melvin's a little guy, right? So, <laughs> uh, you know, she gets a little sweepy at one point, and there's a point where like she's like her head starts like drooping as she's helping Mila, <laughs> right? I think a point like three or four hours in, where like generally the next person would get up. I think that Mila's working in general silence, and I she looks up at you from the work. It doesn't make sense for us both to be tired. You've been through a lot. You should go sleep. I'm alright. Okay, that was me trying to be nice. I'm pretty sure if I let you stay up all night, it's going to kill me. And Auden. Um, why would... Why would and they're they, both very strong. Why would they do that? You're strong, too. I mean, yeah, I'm strong, but not like it and Auden strong. Okay, but that's different. Yeah. They'd kill me because... Also, they like you. They wouldn't hurt you. They'd kill me because they care about you a lot. And well, that doesn't make you any should sense. be doing what's help. You should be doing what's good for you. What doesn't make any sense? What doesn't make any sense? Hmm? What do you mean? You said that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean uh, by that? <laughs> uh, um, mm. never mind. Good night. <laughs> oh, it turns over. <laughs> she. Milo lets her go. Because in her mind, she knows that if Melwyn doesn't get sleep, it and Auden will be mad at her. <laughs> but she... When did it and Auden become mom and dad? <laughs> I'd like to think of Auden as more the cool, fun aunt. Yeah, I would say so. <laughs> Wine aunt. <laughs> Wine aunt and... Salt uh, shaker aunt. <laughs> Salt shaker on, and then it's like the co- the dad who did college football, you know. Oh my god! <laughs> don't shake your head at me, Ben. I don't think Id would like football at all. I don't. No, he's like the dad who did college football. I don't think the dads who did college football necessarily liked it enough to make a career out of it. So it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Myla kicks awake whoever is else is next. She's like, I'm not messing up everyone else's cycle. This is my shit. <laughs> Wake up, please. Oh, fun fact. Actually, you can roll against uh, exhaustion. Getting oh, exhaustion. Interesting. What? If interesting. Just, if you miss your long rest. I learned That's cool. something new today. That's There's a very actually cool. not rules for it until Xanathar's. Oh. And Xanathar's <laughs> was like, here's what the here's like the legit rules of getting exhaustion based on no sleep. There you go. I've also learned a long rest does not have to be eight hours of sleep. It can just be eight hours of restful activity. Yep. Whoa. Which is wild to me. Anyway. That's really good to know. I don't want to roll for it. Okay. Great. The drama of nerfing yourself. I I think Myla is not (laughs) concerned. I think, I personally think she's pouring so much of her mind and her work into this that it doesn't make any sense for her to try and combat it because I don't think she is. Sure. But that's a very cool mechanic. Yeah. 
that I will keep in mind for the future. I just didn't know this, so... That's good to know. <laughs> I'm never sleeping ever again! I'm just kidding. No! Um, that, so... If you want to know what I'm finding is that whenever you end a 24-hour period without a long rest, you have to succeed on a constitution save, but it goes up by five for every 24 hours that you don't sleep. So, like, by, like, day two of no sleep, it's a 15, day three is at 20, etc. And it resets to 10 once you, like, finish a long rest. Fun. Anyway, I've learned that today. (laughs) Does someone take like second watch? I'll take second watch. Um, it is definitely gonna make sure that nobody's stalking them or watching them from a distance or anything like that by rolling perception. For sure. Finally, a good roll. Uh, Twenty-two perception. Uh, no, there is nothing. Um that you can see and you can see pretty far because you're on a relatively flat plane um that like it looks like some heavier clouds might be rolling in um and towards like the end of your watch period slash restful activity um you start to see like people early in the morning waking up going to do like chores and things or go to work or start setting up their carts or whatever in town um but nothing coming towards you or looking at you or seeming to notice you cool Myla's got bags under her eyes now this is me miming turning a wrench (laughs) (laughs) guys we've talked about visual gags I'm just kidding that's why I said it Milo, when do you finish this? I think she's still working on it. She's being very meticulous. And I think that when Id wakes up, he sees a... um, It almost looks like a big bowl right now. And then there's a bunch of, like, circuitry and, like, cogs and mechanical parts in it. And there's, like, a weight system that's also in it. Um, Looks smaller, than Xander was, though. Hmm. Uh, it does not bother Myla the entire time. Too focused. And the only time you look over is when uh, Myla accidentally zaps herself just slightly. Ow! Um, shit! Trying to put the boss guide. I think it, like, picks together. up, like, his weapon. And it's like, they're fucking here. No, it's fine. Oh, sorry. It was... Uh, faulty wire from the crash so (laughs) Melwin did pull focus last time from the bag and you did mention that you wanted Melwin to be having these freaky dreams and I did write something if you want that to be a thing I do okay Um, (laughs) I'm glad you reminded me because I wrote it down in my notes and then I completely forgot about it (laughs) Sorry. <laughs> um, so one thing, um, and I went to DM you about this, but I kind of forgot. But uh, I feel like when Melwin has these dreams, they're weird, right? Um, and I feel like when she has these dreams, especially since last time she had two, she sleeps. She ends up sleeping 
a little bit longer. It's not the most restful sleep, but she ends up like staying asleep a little bit longer. And we did establish a while ago that like Moen is a pretty early riser, um, <laughs> especially in this group of people. Um, so there's a scene in uh, God of War Ragnarok at the beginning where uh, Kratos and Thor encounter each other. And when they clash, what's left behind is this giant bolt of frozen lightning that has energy coursing through it for the rest of the game, right? And so I think in Moen's dream, a bolt of lightning shoots down from the sky and freezes in place in a similar way. It's bright. The energy is like still coursing through it and occasionally it flashes, but there's no extra like branching things. It's just stopped there. It never wavers during all of that. And as Melwyn is asleep for a little bit longer, she's remembering hours of studying, practicing control, practicing having this uh, fine-tuned um, ability with her magic, especially with like her being able to use some pretty powerful spells. And also her parents like helping her kind of figure out how to use her gift of healing um, in a way. And also like maybe be smart about it because you know, it's uh, being able to heal anybody at a touch, it could be very easily taken advantage of if Melwyn for whatever reason ended up by herself. And so there's just a whole lot of things that Melwyn has done, almost a little bit like Auden entering the flow state, where Melwyn is just like remembering what it feels like to have her magic again, because it is her magic now, um, and not magic from another source. And I think when she wakes up, there's like a little bit of a spark on her fingertips, um, and she just kind of like lies catatonically on her side for a bit before she finally sits up. That that third emotion uh, comes back, and this object no longer has power. You can just feel that. What are you doing with these? Are you keeping them? I think or they like, just go back in the just bag. Just leaving them. <laughs> okay. I think she's just- because I, I don't know what to do with them. Mel certainly has no idea what to do with them, so... <laughs> no, that's fair. I, like, we hadn't really discussed that well, like, yet. A couple so. of them are like, family, po like, the ones that she hasn't done yet, but, like, a couple of them are, like, a family portrait, and also the bird charm she carries on her. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not exactly something she would want to throw away. <laughs> no. So. In the morning, Melwyn normally, I think, gets up pretty early, but because you stayed up pretty long and had an intense dream, I think she sleeps in just, like, a little bit longer. Um... Maybe still not as late as Auden. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> either way. Sleepy girl. Ed and Mila are awake when the sun rises. And the other two get up eventually <laughs> as well. As everyone is starting to rise, I think Mila picks up this like metallic dome. And she puts it on top of the inner machinations she had been working on and secures it in. Okay. It's done. Is this one also called Xander? She's like stretching and getting out of her um, little sleeping bag. Um, no. Uh, and she sort of moves to the side and you see it essentially 
from the outside just looks like a metallic sphere. It's just a circle. And she turns, she said, um, no, it's not. Uh, it is, it can be called Model 2. A single tear slips down my Meg's face. <laughs> <laughs> Model 2. Mm-hmm. Neat. A much more efficient design. So, um, where are we going today? Are we heading further away from the city? Are we staying in... Are we going back into the city to investigate things more, or...? What is left to investigate? Where were we even going before that? Um, well... We were looking into Kyo. Yeah. Sorry. No, I didn't mean to good. talk over you, Melwin. No, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. You talk, you talk, this is your thing. <laughs> no. It's it's our thing. Melwin um, has nothing to say of substance. <laughs> you are fine. <laughs> I think Myla, in hearing Melwin rise and it joins, looks says, Oh, Melwin, you're up. You didn't answer my question before you went to bed. Which question was that? Oh, the one where I said that it and Auden care a lot about you, and you said you didn't understand that. And I said, well, what don't you understand? And then you said, never mind, and went to bed. It's confusing to try and have conversations like this when I can literally only feel three things. That's fair. Most if you things. want, we can wait a little bit, and you can get some more feelings. Depends on what we're doing today. Brow furrows a little bit. I have, um, I do need some time to work on. I should have done this last night. I didn't think about it. Well, mm, that's all right. Um, the paper actually kind of has a purpose. Um, I didn't just buy paper to buy paper, although, um, we need paper because you go through paper very quickly. So it's probably good that I did that. Um, mm -hmm. but. I have my own magic now. And it feels nice. I saw that last night. It was very cool. Please don't ever put me in that big old shadow. Don't run into it. I do not plan on that. He ran into it. <laughs> no one just like points at id. <laughs> oh, Which no, is that was fine. Concerning. What? How? But... <laughs> <laughs> it has goop senses. <laughs> it's like spidey sense, but goopy sense. Melon confused puppies. <laughs> Melon fully does what Grace just did and confused puppies. <laughs> Melon, just whenever you see me do that, don't worry about it. I'm fine in there. Are you though? Yes. Inside. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Might be um, better off in there than most living things. Well, I mean, the only time you really got hurt was because you got a big drawing of an engine dropped on you. So, I True. suppose that makes sense. Um, 
Where was I going with all of this? Wait, um... Oh! Paper! There was a reason I bought paper. Um, I... Um... I need to make a new spell book. Because mine is very long gone. Okay. Um, but that takes... a lot of time. And... I kind of like not having... distractions. I had some things that I think, um, based on what I've seen, um, I think Id might be well equipped to handle in terms of talking to people. We had planned on going to find the roommate and stuff like that, and, you know, that might be, uh, something we can do. And, um, especially since school is a little bit of a, a weird thing right now, if the two of you want to set up somewhere and, uh, Melwin and Myla and just um you know take a take a breather um hang out with model two make sure that he knows not to like run us over and stuff um model two listens to whatever I say so it's okay what a good little guy it's Um, a machine good little machine it does as it's it's told (laughs) yeah well, um, I, I don't want, uh, well, I mean, last time that Melwyn was alone, you know, we know how that went down. So, um, and if you need some quiet time, if we can find somebody else who maybe wants some quiet time, I can do that. Myla, if you'd rather go with Id, I can give you directions. I saw a house that maybe looked like they had seen some stuff from last night. Maybe they noticed things we didn't notice. Might That's be able to help rude. us. I was fine. If, Get to the bottom if of you, things. If you guys want to go, you can. I don't, I don't, I don't mind either way. I don't really, I'm not best suited for that kind of stuff. Um, I tend to just get really angry, apparently. So, I think you're on the right track. Okay. I I mean, unless you want me to go... Uh, no, whatever is going to be best for you. Um, do you guys want to stay at our little camp here? Or do you, where can we find you later? It, do you remember when, during the festival, we went to find some place quiet? Mm-hmm. We could go there and wait. Everyone's sure. kind of de-gooped. They might be alright now. That place works fine for me. Um, and you might like it too, Myla. It's quiet, um, and there's space inside, but there's also a garden in the back, um, where you can just sit, and it's, and it's nice. Um, Melon is talking about the Artisan Guild, where, uh, she mm-hmm. and went during the festival, briefly, during the ouch conversation. <laughs> um, it's like those, um... <laughs> sensory friendly rooms that they have in like <laughs> buildings and stuff it's like mm-hmm. okay they have some like incense going uh-huh. some low lighting it's very it's chill not what i was going for but that's really funny <laughs> that's how i imagine yeah. it <laughs> uh yeah that's that's fine with me um can i anastasia i know this is gonna be a really bad role because it's at disadvantage and i'm bad at it can I make an insight check on the group 
to see if people are acting differently due to the events of last night. Sure. Hey, you know Mel and shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, I think that logically she can infer that, but she doesn't, like, that That something like that would change. I think she's more... She, play, players, you can listen, but pretend you're not. Um, it's mainly Why she's trying to figure... It. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, it's fine, Nick. It's mainly she's trying to figure out if people are acting weird because of what happened or because of the information she said like is it's basically like a is it them or is it me sort of situation sure but it's it's gonna be i think you'll just roll once and it'll be against everyone's passive yeah whatever charisma score they decide that's fine i have a zero to this and it's a disadvantage because of exhaustion um so that's a 10 total does everyone have positive charisma? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Bessie. So no, you tell good. Jay what you want to tell Jay. <laughs> For each person. I think it actually isn't acting that different than he usually does after a big fight. It, it might be even odd that he's a little bit calmer, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Not that different from usual. Okie dokie. Take it away, Grace. I, Melvin's a weird fucking kid. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's a weird... She's like a... She's she's just a dude. In a weird situation. She's been weird from the get-go. Like, I don't know if the, like she'd be the easiest to read from that. At least not now. And I think for Auden, um, she is acting different than how you've seen her, but you've also seen her act this way before um, the night where Mila was building an extra lock on the door of the of the inn we were staying at and very <laughs> just kind of generally freaked out by other things. Um, so not same, but not not different. Uh, so do with that what okay. you will. For sure. Poor Myla. <laughs> Myla squints at everyone for a brief second. Okay. Yeah, we can go there. All right. Um, I don't know how long these things are going to take, but uh, we'll come and find you at some point. Um, don't forget I'll to grab some breakfast on the way. And I think Auden's going to start walking back to town, assuming it is going to follow. You guys, uh, I think Auden says this goodbye, but then you're you all heading the right walk the to direction. town together. <laughs> so you're still in a group until you have to actually split off. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, Melwyn shows Myla to the Artisan Guild's garden, um, which is very nice and very calming uh there is one other person here who is painting super early in the morning um it looks like they're focused on like a flower that has dew on it that that's they're trying to capture the uh the water as accurately as possible Auden and id head to that house that you saw on the way um it looks like 
as you're getting there that someone this morning has called some uh, investigators to come see why the house got burnt and why there's a bunch of magic residue everywhere. So there's like one wizard investigator who's like doing a lot of magic detection spells and like magic origin spells um, and that kind of thing uh, while others are looking for just mundane clues of like what happened. Are you trying to avoid them? Um, I think she, as they kind of approach and notice this, she's going to kind of, like, under her breath to Id say, I mean, we we did want some kind of in with the investigators, didn't we? I mean, if we let them know that we were here and attacked, that could do it. Um, we could do that. The guy that I talked to wasn't willing to tell us much. Yeah, it sounded like a scum-sucking codfish. Sure. Um, so I say we go do what we're going to do, and if they decide to question us, we can say whatever. Okay. Um, she's going to sort of point out the house to Id, the window that she saw with the curtain movement, and she's going to say, last time I didn't really get anywhere, so if you want to take the lead, that'd be super cool, and I'll just learn from your expertise. Sure. She's kind of like pressing her fingertips together, looking very intently. Uh, it will just like walk right by their crime scene and go up to the house <laughs> with the curtain that moved. Sure. Um, you knock on the door and there is a very obvious like, like they turn around and go, shh. And then uh, nobody answers the door, and they all <laughs> they all seem to walk away from the door. <laughs> um, is there like an alleyway that goes to like a back door or something? Uh, yeah, it's more like going between suburban houses where it's like not really an alley, but like maybe part of a yard. Sure, I think it yes. will just go to <laughs> like around to see if there's a back door or. Uh, like an uncurtained window in the back that he could look through. Um, okay, yeah, make a perception check. Uh, 15 total. Uh, you kind of look in through like a window over the kitchen sink kind of deal in the back, and um, you see like three probably college students who are looking at the door and squatting down to try and hide as much as possible uh but their backs are to you right now because they're not trying to uh get out the back door but they are just like staring at the front door hoping that nobody else comes and knocks on the door um it's just gonna try the door handle on the back door (laughs) (laughs) Auden is mentally taking notes (laughs) Ah, uh, yes, this is how well-adjusted people do stuff. <laughs> well-adjusted. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> In what world is Id well-adjusted? Think of I would say with this man. I would say that Id is the most well-adjusted than all of us. <laughs> well, what's your passive intimidation, Ben? Oh, my passive intimidation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, just 14. Somehow it does not have proficiency in intimidation. 
Woof. <laughs> no, fair enough. Um, I think it just came off as more as scarier than yeah, you probably no, for meant sure. it These to. people are cowering. Uh, yeah. Listen, yeah. He's scary, uh, but he's a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you kind of bag up and you see one of them, like, grabs something from the kitchen and then, like, slowly opens the back door and is holding like a butter knife and is like <laughs> looks back out at you sees you and is like what do you want we are pretty sure you saw something last night and we want to know what you saw nope no we didn't see anything oh you're all blind no we just didn't see it <laughs> Auden's gonna lean forward and like whisper. Should we tell them we're not with the investigators? <laughs> um. Look, you have two choices. You're gonna tell us, or we can do worse to you than we did to those people last night. And I know you saw it. Uh. Hey, what do you what do you want to know? Just what you saw. How many times do I have to say it? Hey, sorry. Uh um we saw that the blue haired girl shot fire. Uh-huh. And also two people you were attacking went somewhere else i guess i don't know they disappeared let's make something clear they attacked us first okay just like how you decided not to answer your front door and then i had to go around the back okay you didn't see anything else i mean you were there and she was there Uh uh-huh Auden waves a little bit (laughs) that's it though you didn't see anything before all this started no Uh, I want to make an insight check on that sure Uh, 10 plus 4 is 14 Uh, you think they're telling the truth. Um, you've scared them so bad, they will probably never leave the house again. So, <laughs> likely the case. <laughs> That's not true. But they, you did scare them. You are scaring them pretty badly. Well, if you know anything about those other university students that went missing and haven't come back, that would be helpful too. But kind of doubt it since... You guys seem to not know much. Um. You, like you, you aren't. Uh, talking about Kyo. Uh huh. Yeah, it's weird. Sure is. I don't know. He w- was working on something. Carried it around at school all day. What did it look like? Uh, it was kind of pieces in a box um, for the most part. Okay. 
uh, I, I don't know, some chamber, chamber-like thing. Like but, a container like or something? Yeah, like two of them. Two containers. Maybe, maybe three. I don't know. He had two for a lot of the time and, and then three for a really short period of time. Um, could you draw him? I will. I will. You stay outside. Sure. Okay. <laughs> they go. They close the door, and uh, you watched. You see, like through the window now, that the other two roommates have like come to back their friend up just in case. So they've like crowded by the back door, like not saying anything. Um, and this person goes and grabs a piece of paper and sketches it with a pencil. Um, they are a terrible artist. And so it is super crude and two-dimensional and there's no perspective to it or anything. And they just kind of draw you these two like boxes uh, with maybe some something at the top that is like and the bottom that's like thicker because they've scribbled it in like metal or something. Mm-hmm. Same two containers with like with like they've just started drawing a bunch of like scribbly wires in between both of them and just just like uh, you watch them like crumple it up and then open the door again and then like throw it at, like towards the ground. Um, it will pick it up and uncrumple it and look at it. Um, glass colors. Anything else that? Yeah, would be probably helpful? glass, metal. Which parts are which? It's like the pointing to the drawing. The bottom are metal. <laughs> uh huh. And the middle is glass, and the other stuff is wiry things. Wiry things. Wow, well, you guys know. have been so helpful. Anything else? Don't tell anyone about this. This, okay. it holds up the drawing, is why we got attacked. So now is the time to stop talking about it, even to the investigators. Okay. Uh, it's done. Th- thank you for your help. <laughs> Sorry about him. Uh-huh. Um, and she'll kind of go after, go after it. That did not go the way she was expecting Perfect. it to go to. <laughs> Woof! Amazing. It hates uh, cowards. At- <laughs> I love the two of you so much. This is oh, so I know. But from their perspective, yeah. you were just attacking two like yeah. mostly unconscious oh, yeah. people. Exactly. So yeah. Um. <laughs> Back at the garden, um, I Myla's probably testing out the movement of this sphere um, just to make sure all the like gyroscopes are in the right positions and such. I think that as they're walking into this garden and it's like this, whoa, this is so beautiful. Myla's taking it in, but she ultimately is like, cool, flowers, plants, nice. <laughs> um, you know, not, she's not one to stop and really appreciate those sorts of things right and off the bat. We don't have to stay out here. I actually could use, like, a desk space, which there isn't really one okay. out here. So, um... That might be good. There are places inside that we can go. Okay. There's, like, rooms yeah. and stuff. Sounds good. Let's go there. 
I don't know what this motion is. Yeah, you guys, you guys head inside. There's like little, um, there's like a big space that just has a bunch of workbench tables on it. Uh, but there are also like smaller rooms for mm-hmm. uh, various reasons. I think if you walk, the one you walk into, um, this person has been like balloon painting, uh, where they're just like, like the whole room is accidentally covered in paint because they've been like splashing paint everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but nobody cares here because that's so common. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. As we get into the room, Myla uh, closes the door and tells Model 2 to like s- kind of sit in front of it. Um, and I should preface this for our audience by saying that this is not Myla trying to attack Melwyn. So if it Bet, comes off that my- way, <laughs> Bet. <laughs> I, promise, I promise that is not her intention. She is just simply a very fact-driven and blunt person. So it's might come off that way. And I think that Myla sits on the ground and she starts taking out the paper that you need. And without even looking, like while she's taking it out and handing it to you, she says, so I need to understand what your mentality is behind not accepting your emotions. And I get that it's your choice and I respect that, but I need to know your reasoning behind it because it doesn't make any sense to me. I'm... Hmm. It's hard to explain. Again, everything's a little bit confusing right now. But you can probably imagine why. But... A little. Was also a little bit confusing before that. So, I guess it's not much of an excuse. Um... I'm definitely scared. That's certainly part of it. Okay. I mean, everything's scary. Um... But I don't know if that's because of the situation or because I can only feel three things right now. That makes sense. The other part is I think it could be very overwhelming to have too many at once. I had the two and then I pulled focus when... You went down because everything felt foggy until yesterday for a while. And even though I couldn't really cast anything except for a couple small spells, um, it made more sense to be able to be in the moment, be able to try to do something. I'm not very good. At most things. I beg to differ. Well, Lonin and Bran were always more talented. That's just how it was. They're older, though, so they've had more No practice. offense, Melwyn, but your brothers got hypnotized-ish and downed, and you didn't, so... Oh, I, I didn't... I didn't mean in terms of, like... Raw casting and combat and... Understandable. <laughs> Grace did not end that sentence. Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I, I understand what raw is. Okay, um... But, like... They take after dads. A lot more than I do. And we never really understood why. But they just did. 
Nobody else can heal like I did for it yesterday. And if we can find and afford some of the things I need, well, there's other things that I can do that can keep people safe. And it's really exciting, actually. Well, I think it would be exciting at least to be able to help people instead of only being able to hurt people. I think that that is very smart of you. And I will say that I will help you on that if you want. Um, but I also need it to be known. Myla stops for a second and I think she considers not saying it, but she does anyways. And she says, I said last night and this morning that Id and Auden care about you. And that is true. I care about you as well. But we're also going to be going into very dangerous situations. Very dangerous. Ones that almost killed all of us in one night. And I need to know that if you are going to be the top of everyone's priority list going into dangerous situations, that you're not going to be a liability. You are very talented and you are very smart. And I know that you have talent. My professors have seen it in me and I see it in you too. But there are some emo- there are some decisions that you have been making due to not having emotions or certain confusions you have that could be cleared up that way that have put you at risk. And they've put everyone else at risk because of it. If you want to make that decision, then that is fine. I agree. I don't want you to not have that choice. But what I am saying is that if you make that choice, it will also influence my choices going into these sorts of situations. Because that is how science works. Action causes reaction. That makes sense. Or as much sense as I can make of it. Now. At least. I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. We learn from our hypothesis and we move on. We take the facts that we gather and we become stronger and more powerful because of it. That is what I have learned. And I thank you for helping it when I couldn't. You're welcome, I think. Is that what you say? I'm not sure, actually. Um... I think what I'm saying is that in my experience, when I went to the Institute, it was made of masterful craftsmanship and there were stone walls and towers and it was awe-inspiring. And those walls, they were strong and they were sturdy and they were meant to house creation and science. But their intention behind those walls was not for those things. It was to keep things out, which made them cowards and frauds. I always wanted to go to a school like that when I was old enough. Don't. I don't think I want to anymore. Good. Anything you want to learn, I can teach you. That's nice of you. Um, it's useful. 
I'm going to think on that for a bit. Um, there's another room that was open close to this one. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but it was one that um, my brothers and I used to go into a lot. And um, I'm going to go in there for a bit. Work on paper things. And, okay. Um, yeah. So, um, I'll come find you and, uh, no one like <laughs> awkwardly pats the ball <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Why is everyone treating it like it's? Never mind. Are we not supposed to? I wasn't sure. Your your last one was a giant panther. My last one was weak. It needed to be stronger. I don't think he was weak. And I think you need to give yourself more credit. Uh, Myla considers those words. I take credit for every action, failure, and success I have ever had. And Xander was a failure. I don't think so. But I also don't know these things as well as you do. So I'm going to go. <laughs> no, <I'm> just <laughs> scoots on out there. Of course. The room you're looking for is empty. Yep. Is Myla do anything after Melon leaves or... Um, I just called her Melon. Melwin. Jesus, I know my character's <laughs> name. <laughs> um, I think Myla is writing everything she can recount with keen mind in her notebook because she is so scared that her mind will fail her again. And it just turns into multiple pages of whatever this symbol is that she doesn't know that it described. Until she slams it shut and I think she just sits there. What are you doing in the other room, Melon? Um, Melon reaches into the bag of holding and pulls out six items. <laughs> Lord. Okay. Uh, so the ones that she pulls out are the key, the mask, the bird, the coin, uh, the portrait, and the chess piece. So the emotions associated with those are hope, sadness, love, guilt, shame, and admiration. I will tell you mechanically that... Uh, you can you have to cap it two per long rest because it doesn't your body cannot handle that much um, all at once. But I raise you. What if I want to do it anyway, despite knowing that? <laughs> uh, then what if I don't care? <laughs> we can chat about that, but I think <laughs> I, I, I think for every extra item, the DC of a like constitution save is going to get harder so with two with two you don't have to make a save 
three would start you at saves, four would up that, etc. I'm saying fuck it and I'm going for it. <laughs> okay. Wow. Next wow, time wow. we will have a lot of dreams then to go over. Yep. Zoinks. Uh, I do have one last thing, which is um, for Id and Auden on the way back, but Id, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. Speaking of con saves. <laughs> Ack! Yeah, I'm gonna murder everyone Ack. if anything happens to Id. I'm already on my villain arc. I already have a god complex. Please. Uh, 15 plus 4 <laughs> is 19. Perfect. That's it. What? <laughs> okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Is there like a cause what? that I can sense? A what? Like a a thing that is causing me a to cause. Yeah. Um. By sight or acid reflux or. <laughs> uh, not this time. No. Not this time. Have I made you this? You saved too well. You did. Okay. The, you did such a good save. Have I made this save? This kind of save before? No. Oh, okay. I dig it. Uh, but Gonna you cry. don't feel anything different. Everything is all good. Sounds good. Woof. Thanks for listening, everyone. This has been a good RP-heavy episode, and I loved it, and I'm really excited to see where everyone goes. We're Somebody after this will be doing social stuff. Stick around. Achoo! Hello, it's Meg here from the podcast. If you are enjoying yourself here with Spells and Whistles and you want to keep up with us throughout the week, did you know you can find us on social media? On Instagram and TikTok, we are at Spells and Whistles Pod, or on Twitter or X or whatever mess that is right now, we are at Spells underscore Whistles. By following us, you can get little snippets of our sessions, you can know when we post, and you can just kind of keep up with us throughout the week. Another way to do that is by joining our community Discord. We do regular D&D trivia, questions of the day, share pictures of our dice, all kinds of very fun stuff. So if you're looking for a larger community of fellow tabletop nerds, look no further. We hope to see you over there. If you're looking for even more Spells and Whistles content, you can also find us on Patreon, which should be linked below. You can find bonus episodes, custom homebrewed feats, tarot readings, notes from our sessions, uh, blooper reels, all kinds of super fun stuff. All the proceeds are going to go right back into the show to making it even bigger and better than it is now. Regardless, we appreciate all of your support so, so much. Have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and we'll see you next time. Bye! 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 Bye. Bye. Bye.